Hello everyone, this is Mike and you're listening to the J. Mike Fields Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about morning routines and why they're important and what morning routines typically consist of. So first off, let's talk about why they call it a morning routine. Typically, if we don't do these things in the morning, we're unlikely to do them as the day progresses. We get tired, we're stressed, we get home from work, we got to deal with problems at home, have to take care of issues at home, um, you get invited to dinner on your way home, and you end up staying out till 8 or 9 o'clock. So it's just better to go ahead and do these things in the morning and to help set up your day for success. So what is a morning routine, and why do so many people talk about them, and why are they on all these inspirational uh, pages and you know these billionaires and millionaires suggesting you do morning routines? It's because they're they're crucial for your success, and we'll talk about reasons why they are, but let's get into my morning routine and some of the things that I like to do. So immediately when I wake up, I try to say thank you, you know, not for anything in particular, It's just I say thank you. When you wake up, your mind is still a little unconscious. You're in kind of that subconscious range. And typically what you think about before you go to bed and when you get up in the morning sets what you will think about throughout the rest of the day unconsciously. So it sets the tone for your day. So if you can get up and say thank you. And I think I got this from Denzel Washington in a video or an interview I listened a couple years ago with him talking about immediately when he wakes up he says thank you thank you thank you and like i said not for anything in particular but just thank you that it's almost like it's unsaid thank you that i'm alive thank you that i have a bed to sleep in thank you that i have covers to keep me warm thank you that i have a house to live in thank you that my electricity is on thank you that i have electricity and that other people have electricity Thank you that I have shoes to wear on my feet and socks to cover my feet and clothes to wear and food in my refrigerator and another room to walk into and a car to drive and roads to drive on and a place to work at and a place to provide income for myself and my family. Thank you for my family that they're still here. Thank you for my health. Thank you that my arms work, my hands work, my fingers work. Thank you that I can speak. Thank you that I can think. Thank you that I can feel emotion. Thank you that I can walk. Thank you that I can talk to other individuals. Thank you that I can think through ideas in my head and change my perspective and that I'm not stuck and that my I'm fluid in my thinking and that I can change my beliefs and that I can change my mind about things and that I can hold other people's perspectives in my head and and not have to buy completely into them, but just to know where they're coming from. Do you see what I mean? What we think about progresses, and the same thing happens when I don't do this morning routine. I start thinking about those negative things, and those things start to spiral the same way that my gratitude list just spiraled. So that's why it's important immediately when we get up to shift that perspective to a positive mindset into things that we're grateful for because when we're grateful all that fear all that anxiety all those things about the future that we don't know will happen or if they will ever happen they disappear and what we have in all the abundance in our life is available to us and this is how you create more abundance so gratitude is the most important thing on this list and that's why i do it first and immediately when i wake up the second thing is fuel my body So sometimes I do intermittent fasting, so I I don't always eat in the morning. 
usually I'll eat in an eight hour window, 11 a.m. to like 7 p.m. And I'm not suggesting that you do that. It just works really well for me. But if I do eat in the morning, I try to eat a high fat, high protein source, not so many carbohydrates. And like I said, that's for me personally. I don't operate well on high carb diets and uh, high carb nutrition, whatever you want to call it. So fueling the body is very important. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's pretty obvious. The next one, and this is crucial, is exercise. So exercise is getting that excess energy out. It's taking care of your physical body. So even if it's just moving for 10 minutes or or doing a set of max push-ups or hopping on a row machine for 10 minutes or taking a walk for 10 minutes outside and even as you get up and get ready for the morning, go take a walk and use that as your gratitude time. You can combine all of these. And when you exercise your body, you're getting that excess energy or that frustration or that natural sexual energy that we all, all energy is sexual energy. It doesn't have to be sexual in context. Like you're having sex with an individual. It's just, that's where our energy is derived from. And we can use that in a positive way. We can use that to be creative and to exercise our bodies and to take care of our, our physical, mental, and emotional health. So that's the, a great way to use that energy. And some of us have more than others. So it may be more important for you to get your physical exercise and routine in during the day and really have a creative outlet for your excess energy. So the next one I want to talk about is let's see, let's do this one first. Um, reading or listening to something and growing. So, you know, if you're listening to a podcast that you like, but if it's mine, that's wonderful. If it's somebody else's, then great. Um, as long as you're listening to something that's helping you grow and create a better future. So you're always trying to continuously grow and, and evolve yourself. And, and that's really the, the flow of life. If, if you don't feel like you're moving forward, if you don't feel like you're progressing, then you're dead. You, you may as well be dead because there's there's nothing that you're living for. There's there's nothing that you're aspiring for. There's nothing that you're able to help humanity grow and people grow in general. And a lot of the times, if you don't have problems, then you're probably not alive. So those problems are always challenges for us to grow through and to make ourselves better and to help grow our character. So always be listening to something and taking action upon those things. Make sure that, that you're that you're moving forward and you're not just listening passively to say that you listen to something. Make sure that you're applying those things in your life as well. And the last one, and it's it's really important, say the, the first and the last are the best for me, is visualization. So I, I literally, for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes sometimes, will close my eyes after I've done everything else and I will put myself in the exact future that I want for my life. I, I will visualize each room. If I'm in a different house, I will visualize a partner that I want to be with. I will visualize the animals that are there. I will visualize things that I own. I will feel the emotions that I want to feel in the future that I want to experience on a daily basis. I will visualize my work. And if I've published books or if I've created other businesses, I will visualize people writing to me saying, thank you so much for, for expressing yourself and, and for, 
and for being willing to be authentic and honest and, and speak your truth to other people. Thank you for inspiring me to do the same. And that's why I do this. You know, I'm, I'm wrong a lot of the time, but I always try to speak truth and to be authentic in what I'm saying and, and to, to make sure everyone knows that I mess up continuously and every single day. But I take less time thinking about those mistakes and I choose to move forward quickly. And I think that's the difference. And I want everyone else to be able to do that too. And to, to be able to speak their truth and tell themselves the truth and be authentic and be an individual voice to the world and not some collective bullshit um, and sounding like everybody else. And I already know exactly how you think because you sound just like everybody on TV. I, I don't want people to be like that. I want you to have an individual voice and I want to know what you think. And I'm really passionate about that. And it drives me nuts when, when I know I'm having a conversation with somebody and they don't even have to speak because they sound just like everybody else. And that's when you know that you've bought into a, a collective that's unhealthy and that you've left your individuality behind and that you're not able to express yourself anymore. And that's dangerous. That's what I would call a soul loss. That's when you've lost yourself and, and it's difficult to get yourself back because that stuff becomes unconscious and it starts to rule our lives and it changes our reality of the world and our perspective of the world. And, and those things are difficult to change. But like I talked about in the last podcast that you can change your beliefs and, and it's difficult but there are some, some good ways to do it and some proven ways to do it. And if you want to enough, then, then you can change your beliefs and you can jump out of that collective unconscious. So visualizing your life exactly how you want it, um, to the car you drive, to the house you live in, to the person that you're with, to the amount of kids that you have to, and the key to this is, and I love Joe Dispenza's work and he kind of shows some scientific data and he analyzes people and he, he studies, um, emotions and, and the effects they have on our brain and our, and our consciousness. And when you can feel future emotions, you are priming your nervous system that it is safe and that you're worthy of those emotions and that it, it's okay to progress and to move forward and not stay stuck in the emotions that you're in. And that when you, when you feel your best future and when you can think, visualize and feel those things all at the same time, you are in that future and you are creating that future at the same time. So to already be, feel safe with that future and to know that things will be okay, they'll be different, but they'll be better. And then if some things are worse, you'll have the emotions and the understanding and the, the you'll be competent enough to move forward in those challenges. So visualization is huge. It, it's a big part of my morning routine. And honestly, it's my favorite because when you get done with that, excuse me, get the hiccups. When you open your eyes, you're going to feel amazing. You'll feel better than you felt. And if you haven't done this, you may feel better than you've ever felt before because you just created that future and you know what it feels like and you know what it takes to be there. And to consistently feel that way on a daily basis is to change your future. That's your control. And that's what I want to talk about now. So that's a brief description of a morning routine. And I know I went through that kind of quick and I'm working on slowing these things down and getting a few more points involved. I have no notes in front of me today, but I really want to talk about 
why you do a morning routine and what is the purpose of having a morning routine and those type of things. So, well, number one, it puts you in control of yourself. You know, you may not be able to control these things going around you and all the craziness in the world and you don't know what you're supposed to believe and, you know, what you're supposed to watch and what's credible and what's not true and what's untrue and, and what's allowed to be said and what shouldn't be allowed to be said. You are in control of yourself. And when you have this morning routine, you can do this anywhere. You, don't, you could be in a prison cell and you're still able to do this. You're still able to go through all those things. And they can't take that from you. No one can take that from you. That is your control. So you ground yourself. You ground yourself deep in the earth, and you're able to feel steady and safe and secure and know that you're in control of your emotional state and your mental health and your physical health. And, and all those things that go on that list, you're in control of every single one of them. And what this allows is most of the time when we go to an unhealthy um, pattern or a substance abuse is because we desire to be in control. And uh, my perspective, when I didn't necessarily abuse like drugs and, and a ton of alcohol, it, it would consist of all those things because it wasn't ever about um, drugs, alcohol, um, even excess exercising or getting um, – obsessed with a new hobby, whether it be, um, disc golf or skydiving for a time or, um, riding incredibly too fast on a motorcycle and, and just doing outrageous things or always traveling or always backpacking. Those things can become unhealthy too. And, and the reason that we do those things is because we desire control. And for me, I wanted to prove that I was in control. So I knew sometimes consciously what I was doing, but I'm proving that I'm in control and I can do this and I can handle it. And that's dangerous. And I was able to break free of most of that. And of course, we still have struggles. And, you know, I catch myself if I'm becoming too obsessed with a certain subject or, or uh, it's typically not substances anymore, but it's more um, maybe I deep dive too much into a topic and it overwhelms me and I become unconscious in it. So I have to catch myself on those kind of things too. But this morning routine is to put you back in the driver's seat and in a, in a healthy way. And it's, it's showing that, Hey, I'm in control of these things. I may not be in control of everything in my outer world and everything that's going on right now, but I am in control of myself and I am grounded and I will not let emotion overcome me and I will not become unconscious and to, and sound like everyone else. I am an individual and I'm, and I am in control of myself and each morning I'm going to prove that. Also, it proves that you care about yourself and you, you care about your goals. So when you visualize your best future, there's no greater love than that. There's no greater love than getting up and taking care of your body and expressing gratitude and changing your emotional state and, and, it's, and feeding your body and, and taking care of your physical health. So you're taking care of your physical health, your emotional health, your mental stability. You're taking care of not only you, but that's helping take care of your family. You're, you're primed and grounded and you're there and you're solid. You know, you're that person that people go to because, hey, I know that guy is solid. And I, I don't know why, but it just makes me feel better to be around him or her. And, and that person's a leader. This makes you a leader. This shows that you care about yourself so much that it just pours over into other people and that you're, that you allow yourself to, to help other people in the process because you've chosen to take care of yourself first. And I think the next thing that's important is that it 
creates a, a victor mentality. So it puts us in charge, like I said, in control, but it just pushes us forward and it shows that we, it gives us purpose and, and, and it allows us to grow and it leaves that victim mentality uh, behind. And I think people get confused on what a victim is and a victim mentality. A victim is truly someone that was taken advantage of or not in control of their situation or they were abused and, and they really did not have much control in it. Um, a child, someone physically stronger than another person, someone completely mentally, um, emotionally manipulated, and they, and they certainly just did not have any idea of of the insidious nature of individuals and that someone had probably done that to this person too, and they were a victim of that situation. A victim mentality is choosing after that to still blame those people for those situations and to not move forward with your life. Yes, there are consequences and there will be judgment for those people and there's judgment here on earth for those people. But also we have to move forward from those things. We live in a victim mentality. There's always a persecutor and there's always a scapegoat and we're always blaming somebody else. And, and that overflows into every single aspect in our life. And it's important to make sure that we're not living as a victim to know that, that we are in control of ourselves and that we're victors and that, and that no one can take our, our thoughts and our perspective. And, and even if it comes to a point where you can't even say your perspective or there's persecution of death, which there's times in history that that has 100% been the case. I wish people would go back and read those times. It has happened hundreds of times in civilizations and in different countries and different parts of history. So even when you can't even say your perspective, you can think it and you can keep it and no one can ever take that from you. And that's important to remember. So as bad as anything could ever get that they can't take that from you. No one can. It's always yours, and that's your power. And I think that's that's why humans are able to survive. That it's because they can do anything to a physical body. You know, they can damage your brain. They can they can do all these things. But to take your perspective and to take that consciousness consciousness from you, they, they can't. Um, and I think when we move on to the next life, that it will still be there as well. So they can't take that from you. And remember, that is your power. And and that you're always in control of that. This morning routine and uh, a personal story is, you know, I grew up in a uh, a strict environment at home and school and work and all those places. And I, I really came to despise discipline because that was more yelled at and, you know, that's, that's all that mattered. And then no one ever explained to me like how to be disciplined or how to be focused, or they just, you know, yelled focus and be disciplined. And there was never any explanation on how you do those things and what the purpose of it was. So for a long time, I ran around with, um, Peter Pan syndrome. I want to do everything. No one's going to tell me what to do. So, you know, one day I finally realized that, you know, I don't want anybody else to control me, but yet, I will, will not control myself. And that was eye-opening to me because it really made me dive into the study of discipline. And I realized, you know, after a few weeks of looking at it, that discipline is, is the greatest form of self-love. There's no greater love than being disciplined. And when you say that you're going to do something, you go and you do it. There is power in that and you feel it, man. You feel it in your chest when you, 
when you say that you're going to do something and then you go and do it, it's just, it bridges that mind and that, that body and that heart back together and they become one and they become synced. And I talked about that in the last podcast, like that's how you become a whole person. You have this, this mind that's disciplined and that, that understands order, but you have this heart that understands creativity and that there needs to be time for play and that a little bit of chaos in situations can help create growth and it can make our minds not so rigid and that we can be flexible and we can contend with ourselves and negotiate with ourselves. And, and that's how we grow as, um, not only as individuals, but as a human race. So you don't get so stuck on that. Oh, I have to be disciplined. If I mess up, you beat yourself up. No, that's when you give yourself grace. And that's when you'd be like, Hey, you know what? You know, maybe I need a break for, for today, or maybe I need a break for 15 minutes. And then you come back and you continue forth with what you wanted to do. But it's the greatest form of self-love and discipline is, is proving through action that you care about who you are. You care about your physical body. You care about your emotional health. You care about your mental health and you care about the people around you. And that is, and I mean, if you wanted to wrap up in a sentence, what, what a morning routine is for, it is to love yourself. It is to show yourself that, that when you speak, you mean it and that you follow through on it. And there's going to be some days that you don't, but you forgive yourself and you do it the next day. And then when you mess up, you, you, you stop for a second and you'd be like, Hey, you know, I can't get all this routine in. I missed it this morning, but I'm going to take 30 seconds right now. And I'm going to be grateful for a couple things in my life, or I'm going to visualize for two minutes on my break with the life that I'm trying to create for me and my family. And, and that's how you give yourself grace. And that's how you sink your mind and your heart back together. And a morning routine is, I think the greatest way to do this. So let's go back and review and make sure that, um, that we kind of put a, uh, put this all back together. So when you get up, be grateful, make sure that you feed your body with something nutritious and a real food. That's going to give you energy throughout the day. Make sure that you exercise, make sure that you read and listen to something to help you grow and make sure you visualize the future that you want for your life. That is so important, especially that first and that last one. And you can make this an hour long. You can make it 10 minutes long. You can make whatever time that you have, just do it. Start with 10 minutes. Start with being grateful for five things. Eat an apple, drink a cup of coffee, max push-ups one time, listen to something on the way to work, and visualize right before you get out of your car for one minute. This does not have to be some huge long routine. And then let's talk about why this morning routine is so important. It puts you back in control of yourself. It takes away those unhealthy things that you try to use to control yourself. It proves that you care about yourself and your goals. It shows through action that, that you're wanting to achieve these things and you're wanting to, you have a purpose and that you're wanting to get better each day. It creates a victor mentality. It throws away that victim mentality and shows and puts the power back in, in your seat and you're at the steering wheel and you have the gas and the brake. Um, and it's the greatest form of self-love discipline is the greatest form of self-love. And if you can have that mentality about discipline, when you speak, people will listen because they know that what you say you do in your life and that you follow through on the things that you say. And when you start to do that and people start to listen, then you become a leader and then you start changing people's lives. And every individual has this capability and 
if there's one thing that I want people to get out of when I speak on a podcast or when I make a post on a social media site is that I am no different than you and you can do the exact same thing. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to go out and have an individual voice and have your own ideas. And I want you to help this world become a better place, not from some collective crap that everyone has to think the same and that you try to eradicate evil from the earth because that does not work. That makes us express more evil. It comes with individual taking responsibility for their inner work and becoming a whole person and understanding that they are capable of great evil. But at the same time, when they acknowledge this, that they choose to do good. And that's how the world's changed through individuals changing themselves. And that is so important to remember. And if this inspires you or challenges you to, to change yourself, then do those things and go do it immediately. Never leave the sight of being inspired and, and not take action on it. You have to take action on these things. So I could go on forever about this. I'm, I'm really passionate about all these subjects, but I'm going to go ahead and stop here. I hope that if this helped you or helped one person, you know, shoot me a message. It's Mike at jmikefills.com. Shoot me an email and, and let me know what, you know what's helping you and what's not and things that I could change or things that you want me to talk about. I hope you guys have a great week and I hope that, you know, maybe just a couple days this week or maybe one or two days this week that you try to implement a morning routine for yourself. And it doesn't have to be mine. Make one that works for you and, and take your life back and take the control back and put it back in your hands. And, and I'm going to say it again. Discipline is the greatest form of self-love. So this week, go show yourself how much you love who you are and that your purpose is important and that you need to to live out that purpose in the world and that you're going to speak it and then you're going to go do it. I hope you guys have a great week and I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.